from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. Hello and welcome to episode 138 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto, Fee Dunn, John Dyer, Sally Kunders and Marion Mosen and our special guest Lena. And we're coming to you on Saturday the 29th of July 2023. It's a busy episode for you this week folks. We have our usual announcement section. In the Android Basics section, we'll talk about uh, the release of Android uh, 14 Beta 4.1. In the spotlight, it's a double bill. First of all, we have the Samsung Unpacked session from earlier in the week. And then Warren reviews the Nothing Phone 2 following his unboxing from last week. We have a tip of the week from John about how you can use Google Casting on a Samsung phone without the need to install a third-party app. And Lena closes with her Android journey. Well, how are we all doing, folks? Austin, how are the colonies? All the colonies are good. Mumbai is flooded. This week also, there was the red alert and the orange alert, and then we... Got to go home early from work one day and took a holiday another day. So enjoying the nice cool weather. Nice. That does sound like a good week. Uh, uh, that's good. iPhone, how are you? Uh, not bad, thanks. I'm actually I'm actually recording in the garden uh, because I've got a 5G phone now that I got a few weeks ago, my Galaxy S22 that I think I've mentioned before. And I'm very happy because I finally managed to use Google Pay a few times now. Uh, nice. Now that uh, Google and Barclays Bank are friends now. Um, so, um, yes, so that's very good. Um, and the weather in London is changeable, I think, is a fair fair assessment, don't you, Ed? I think that's fair as well. Yeah, but we've, we've had some sunshine. It's not sunny right now. I came out here because I thought it was, but... Then it is, and then it isn't, and then it rains, and then it doesn't, and oh, it's can't make up its mind. But um, yeah, um, life is uh, life is good. I'm busy, things to do. That's always. I wouldn't say it keeps me out of trouble because nothing does that, but um, it keeps me busy at least. And nor should keeps it me, keeps me in less trouble, possibly, but maybe not. Maybe Absolutely. more trouble. I don't know. Mariam, how are the hudud? Um, hudud are doing well. <laughs> um, so it's um, it's been a busy week. I've been keeping myself busy. I was on vacation, and it's been really nice. And then I went back, and things just um went really crazy busy. And uh, the weather here is really hot. Like at least to me, it's like in mid twenties, mid thirties in the morning, mid twenties in the evening and at night. Um but yeah, it's uh, it's going well overall. Wow, I'll be in Egypt in two weeks, so that sounds hot. In two weeks I'm gonna send all the Mumbai rain back to Egypt, then it'll be cooler. Yeah, that would be good. Uh jo- um John, how is it going in Virginia? 
It's good in Virginia. It's been a good week. Just a typical week, but very hot. It's I'm been sure. a better week for you, though, hasn't it? Because Samsung have released shiny things. Isn't this like yes. your week of the year? I know we'll get to this, but... Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I thought it's so. an exciting week. Yeah. Uh, and Sally, the Yanak well? Yeah, they're doing pretty well, the Yanaks. Well, this week has been quite busy for me as well. The weather is what, 36 degrees yesterday, and now it's 26. I cannot believe the change. <laughs> Wowzers, that is a change. Uh, oh, yeah, this week. That, definitely. Yeah, this week's been quite busy moving the website, being completely independent. So, yeah, it's quite exciting. And now things starting all over again. And accessibleender.com is back and it's working perfectly independent from our Turkish website. So, I'm celebrating that. Fantastic. Uh, and uh, Warren, how are you? Doing wonderful, and I've uh, been having fun here with the step grandkid, and we're taking him back to Seattle today. So, I hope to get this thing out of the window here quick when we're done. That is our podcast, so I'll head out to Seattle today, and the very place I don't like going. I hate the western part of our state, but I'll be going to say goodbye to the little buddy there, whom I really love. Ah, oh, well, that's that's nice. I quite liked Seattle when I went. Uh, Pike's Place and all that jazz. Uh, slightly pretentious, but okay. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Lena, how are you? I'm great. It's I'm in San Diego. It's hot and humid, but none of the fires have gotten out of control, and I'm so thankful for that. I like San Diego. I went there ooh, probably 25 years ago. Uh, really enjoyed it. That is funny, uh, Lena. For some reason, I thought you were from Kansas, you know, from your little uh, app demo that we're going to be putting up in our app bonanza. And I, I, I kept seeing you as coming from Kansas. <laughs> what a change. Well, I've been there. <laughs> but she's not in Kansas anymore. No, she's not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> she got well, out of Dodge. <laughs> well, there was like a, there was a cyclone and a yellow brick road and all sorts of stuff happened. And like some tin man and like a witch. And now she's now, now, now. Oh, Lena Dorothy is in San Diego. That's how that's how that film ended, isn't it? Like it ended with Dorothy landing on the roof of the Del Coronade or Anthony's seafood restaurant, and that's that's bad Wizard of Oz ends. I'm sorry, I kept thinking you are from Kansas. Good thing you mentioned you're from San Diego. I'll work harder on the wow. San Diego accent for the next one. Now, just playing the cyclone. This is the announcement segment of Blind Android Users Podcast. Stay tuned to hear important information regarding the podcast, surveys, and the latest news. Now we turn to our announcement section. Austin, do we have anything this week? So this week, once again, we want to remind our listeners that this is the last week for them to submit their app demos. We have got some app demos. And thanks to all those who have submitted, next week we'll be featuring them in our app Bonanza. 
And also, Sale, can you expand a little more about what happened to Accessible Android, how it got split and what did you do? So the process took at least like one week. We were trying to split the content from two and now the website is completely accessible android.com so you can just go ahead to accessible android.com it's complete in english you won't see anything you won't receive any turkish emails and everything is completely in english it took us for a while to do this but really appreciate your patience while doing it for you we also had some issues in the app uh giving you some errors during the work that we were doing for a week but now all is back to normal and we are going forward faster this time so just check out accessibleandroid.com it's completely in english and you're you're ready to read all the contents that we have for you this is android basics in which we bring you up to date on the things that you should know to use your android phone and now we turn to Android Basics, and Google has released uh, the latest beta of Android 14, which is beta 4.1. Uh, Warren, is there anything noteworthy in this release that you've spotted? Well, so as always, there are, you know, a lot of fixes. And so there were, like, in total, 34 fixes that came through to the 4.1. Uh, of course, the one that I'm most interested in has to do with those of us who are blind. And I don't know if you guys have been noticing, but, you know, those of us running the beta, you notice that when you unlock your screen, it says screen lock. And then a few seconds later it says screen unlock. So that's one of the issues that got fixed. And I think that's uh, fix number 15. Apart from that, though, some of the things are, you know, things that affected everyone else, but, you know, there are in total, I counted, I counted about 11 fixes for both the uh, tablet and the pixel fold combined. And that brings up to the 34 fixes. This is odd, though, isn't it, Warren? Normally, these point releases don't have that many fixes in them, do they? No, and, and, and the reason I think is, frankly, let's be honest with each other. Google, we love you, but I think that Android 14 has been a total bust. It's absolutely yes. bonkers, <laughs> absolute nonsense, if you ask I think me. this is their way of cramming in a beta 5 before the release can candidate. You know <laughs> what? Just, just, just calling it 4.1. Yeah. You know yeah. what? If, I'm afraid that when the final release is out, we will still observe a lot of bugs. This is my, my fear. But they've called it 40, uh, point of beta 4 point oops because they've, they've I, I, fixed I all these things did. they should have fixed in I, I wish they did fee and because you know what <laughs> yesterday uh, within 10 minutes mine rest, you know rebooted I was one I was working on a Google rewards app and it crashed the second one I don't remember what app I was working on and it also crashed so yeah, we still have some problems and I don't think that they will ever fix this before they finally push it out sometime next month. So I think the first developer preview was the best, and then things really went downhill from there. That is true. That was the best. If they had just left it at developer preview one, I think we probably have a better <laughs> iteration. That is, that's so funny. It's usually the reverse. Usually that it's a mess at first, and then it gets better, but... They want well, to do things I, I, differently, I guess. Mix it up. 
Well, well, except that a lot, a lot of the features aren't introduced at DP one stage, are they? They they roll them out at, at beta, so so they expose some yeah. of the framework stuff at DP one, uh, and, and 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 the and the interface features they don't do at DP one, which would be why that happened, won't it? There is spontaneous rebooting a new feature now. <laughs> well, I think it, te- it I think it punishes Warren for being so grasping. So it was in his Google rewards or something like his nose in the trough, like snouting around. And yeah, well, he should reboot on him for that. Yeah, it, it's good to reboot every once in a while. This way, you don't have to do it yeah. yourself. Yeah, and it, keeps, it keeps him real. The grass, <laughs> but like, it kind of makes me mad when I'm working on something, though. And <laughs> yeah, grass like, grasping. like grasping, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, actually, actually, the pixel has the Fisher Price memory, so it says, Let's uh, just clear out the memory before something yeah. happens. Uh, memory dumps, yeah. yeah, it probably does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but but it's Google we're talking about, right? They usually do things right and then they miss it, honestly. Like, that's <laughs> that's what's been happening lately, I guess. Dump on it, my dear. Dump on yeah. it. Dump on it. <laughs> I have to. Yeah, but I don't think that outside of that we have anything significant. And uh, but you guys watch out to see if you're hearing uh, device locked when you unlock your device. But that I noticed has been fixed for me. So uh, something to watch out for. And you can still enroll in the beta, uh, and the link is in the show notes. This is the Spotlight segment. Stay tuned for premium interviews, device unboxing, and more. And now we move to the Spotlight section, and it's a double bill this week, and it's a very significant first half of this in samsung's fair city where the phones are so pretty john dyer first set eyes on the galaxy fold with its screen broad and narrow and its left and right arrow crying flippies and foldies a slide a slide oh so john what happened thank you what happened at galaxy unpacked what are you doing about it well ironically the phone you just sang about is the one thing I did not buy. <laughs> so I've ended up pre-ordering the flip, uh, a tablet, and a watch. They have you, don't they? They totally have you in their pocket. Yeah, they, oh, do. they got me with the deals again. I, I just can't pass up some of those deals. So talk to us about that. What 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 are these things and what are the deals? So well like they usually do, they have free memory upgrades. So basically you pay the entry level for something and you'll get the bump up. So I got the 512 gigabyte version for the price of the 256 gigabyte version. And then they're also giving decent trade-in values. Like my Pixel 6 Pro or 7 Pro, sorry, they're giving $600 for which is actually really good for that device. I couldn't sell it. I could probably sell it for 600, but then, you know, after eBay fees and all that, it's more like 
500. So I'm actually making more by trading it in. And, um, you know, so very generous trading offers. And then they have like, if you buy, and this is what got me because I wasn't considering the watch, but you get 50% off of the watch if you get a phone. So the, um, the version of the watch I got, which is the classic 47 millimeter, it's 430, but I got it for 215 because I was also buying a phone. And what devices? These are five thingies, aren't they? So is it the is it the Flip Five, the Five Flip? What what are these yes. things called? Z Flip Five, and then the Watch Six Classic, and then they they also announced tablets. So there's the Tab S Nine, S Nine Plus, and S Nine Ultra. And are they screen size differences or power? Well, I, I imagine they are. There may be some power differences, but does the um, does the S nine and the S nine Ultra are they different screen sizes? Yeah. So the S nine is an eleven inch. The S nine Plus is twelve and a half, and or something around there. And then the Ultra is around fourteen and a half. But this this year, the all of them have. AMOLED screens, which in the past the base, the smaller one, the 11 inch, had an LCD screen. So, um, me being low vision, I that's why I always skipped out on that base one because I needed like the brighter screen with more contrast. Um, so, do they still come with 45 watts of charging adapter, or it's improved? I I'm assuming it's the same because they didn't oh. mention it. The the thing they did. The SD card storage is still there, um, and they've added an IP rating. So they're IP68 now, which is kind of a first for a mainstream tablet to have that IP rating, which means it's dust and water resistant. Does that mean you can read your book in the bath? Exactly. I know you've had issues before with, with devices in the bath, I think. I did drop an iPhone in the bath a few years ago, and that was the end of that. Yes, that oh, was no. annoying. <laughs> so, John, will you, will you try that with the fridge again, like you did in the Pixel tablet? <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is going to attach. I'm not going to try that. There's no magnets. On there. Well, there. I guess there is a magnet for the uh, pen, but it's a very weak magnet for the stylus, I should say. And will it, S -pen. Will it dark? Like, I mean, can because a 14 inch tablet that is only a tablet sounds quite big to me. And I know that you can get, you can probably get like a third party manufacturer keyboard case for it. But, but can you make it slight, like a slightly more legitimate laptop? Like, is, is there something like a Surface has that, you know, actually makes you think it, it might be a laptop? Yeah, you can. It is actually pretty laptop sized once you get a keyboard case for it with the kickstand um feels a lot like a surface um but yeah that, that it's heavy when you use it as a tablet that's actually what i'm trading in is the s8 ultra from that well from two, a year and a half ago um so i'm downgrading i guess you could say to a smaller size but you know it's gonna have better processor more storage i feel yeah. rating. And can you make that look like a laptop as well if you want to? Like it for the Probably, smaller ones? 
Yeah, probably. I think the keyboard is a lot smaller, so yeah, not a, not as comfortable. But you can. But yeah. but but Samsung will do that. You won't have to do that via a third party. There's a thing you can get for that. Yeah, yeah. I remember the happy days where the number after a tablet indicated its screen size. That was a lovely <laughs> thing for a few years, and you knew that if it said seven, it was a seven-inch screen, and if it said eight. It was an 18-inch screen. It said 10. It was a 10-inch screen. That has all died. It died a while ago, I know, but yeah, I, I good, regret that. Good old days, because there are no 7-inch <laughs> tablets anymore, and it's really sad. Oh, no. That is where there's a tablet missing, kind of, in Samsung's premium lineup. There's yeah. no 8-inch tablet like the iPad mini, which is, that is the sweet spot for a lot of people. That's what they want in a tablet. Samsung does offer an 8-inch tablet, but it's a very low end. The Tab A7 Lite is actually 8 inches, but they've never sold like a premium 8-inch tablet for whatever reason. And then they wonder why everyone sticks with Apple mini iPads. You know, they're they're missing a trick there, aren't they? Really? Yeah, I think Um, it's they might be trying to honestly, I mean, this is like a conspiracy theory, but they might be trying to force you into like buying the Fold. Why do you need an 8-inch tablet when you could have a phone that unfolds into an 8-inch tablet? Are they cheaper, the tablets, than the Fold, or are they a about cheaper. similar price? A lot no, cheaper, way, yeah. Way. <laughs> the tablets be way cheaper. It's 1800 Yeah, yeah. and the tablet's like... And, and Samsung would argue, if you bought a phone and a tablet, it would cost more, more than that. Well, that's what but Warren was saying. you're still only getting one device. Yeah, but yeah. that is true. Uh, I mean, no, but the thing true. is, if I have each, I can use them separately. Yeah. Or at the same time. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Now, yeah. But here's the problem that I have with the 14-inch tablet. Uh, frankly, that's a laptop uh, territory yeah. in there. And the, the craziest thing is that Samsung is not including a keyboard. If you want to buy that separate keyboard, it's like $349. For a and keyboard? I, I, yes. And yeah. so I don't know why. You know, frankly, I don't think I, even if I were a tablet person, that is getting a little too heavy. That's a laptop. I would, I don't think well, that, I would want that. that. That was why I asked John the question, you see, about mm. whether the, you could dock it. Uh, and presumably that's what the keyboard does. You know, that, it's a bit more than the keyboard, but it shouldn't cost $350. Is the, yeah. the Microsoft Surface that sort of competition, I guess? For yeah, it, exactly that. Is that... Does that one come with a keyboard, or do you have to buy that separately? I, I just I just saw the price and went, I'm never buying one of those. Um, I think I think you have to buy it separately. Uh, I don't think yeah, it's two hundred and forty nine dollars though. No, it's not quite that much. I think they sell different types of keyboards. I, yeah. I don't think they're more than two hundred though. Could be wrong. Because no. um, Apple have never done a keyboard, really, have they? For, for you know, I'm just yeah, thinking well, across hmm. the whole spectrum. You you have to buy the the store have them, but they're not made by Apple. They're made by other people. Yeah, that's right. Logitech yeah. do the um, yeah. Uh, Apple yeah. store sell them they. Oh yeah, yeah, but they, but it's not yeah. like a no, Microsoft keyboard or a. It's not an Apple keyboard. But, but weirdly, is... Apple Apple do sell keyboards that don't attach to their devices. They'll sell. I know whatever that. Yeah, uh, but you can't. They won't sell the clip-on-y things. It is really weird. It's good that Samsung do a keyboard at least, rather than you know making you buy someone else's. But actually, I think in real life, a lot of people will go and buy cheaper ones if they're three hundred and forty nine dollars, because that's really yeah. ridiculous. You didn't buy the keyboard then, John? 
No, the keyboard they were offering with the model I got because the keyboards are cheaper for the smaller ones. It was a hundred and forty dollars, and it was half off, so I could have gotten for seventy. But I wasn't really interested in a keyboard. Oh, so you didn't get one? Okay. There used right. to be some amazing uh, iPhone keyboard cases. Obviously, none made by Apple, but you could go to like dodgy little hole hole in the wall shops and get them. And you could like some of them were really big keys as well. You could slide it out, and it would it'd be pretty big. And you know, the phone would sit on top, and it was quite an amazing setup. Uh, and so, if you don't want to pay that for the Samsung tab, a lot of people will make keyboard cases that clip. So. Uh, especially for Samsung, so I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much if you don't want to pay three hundred and forty nine dollars, but you do want an attached keyboard. Obviously, if you don't, just buy a Bluetooth keyboard for nothing and uh, uh, just Bluetooth it. Yeah, actually, when I got the Tab Ultra last, I keep saying last year, uh, a couple of years ago, it was um, they had they gave you the three hundred and fifty dollar keyboard for free if you pre-ordered and i was like okay i didn't even open it i just put that thing right on ebay <laughs> it's got like 200 and something for it yeah why not that's what i did with my sony headphones and i got my sony xperia phone why did you get a new watch what's new in the watch that made you go oh i want that apart from that it's samsung and you are in love with samsung well they have a a new chipset and I'm hoping that makes TalkBack run a little better. They have uh, brought back the rotating bezel. Last year, all the Galaxy Watch 5 models, none of them had the physical rotating bezel. They all had the touch bezel. Yeah. So I'm happy that they're uh, bringing that back. I was going to sell in my, sell my watch, or trade in my Watch 4 because they're giving, if you have a Watch 4 Classic, they'll give you $200 off towards the uh, watch six classic but i after seeing the other deal where i could get half off i actually saved more money not trading it in so i'll just end up putting my uh, watch four on ebay and just selling it so at the moment watch four is what you've you've got the yeah moment. the watch four classic oh uh, that no that's what i was asking why i was asked because i've got the five uh so i think that seems to be well, it's certainly a lot faster than my old one, but that was really old. I think the good thing about the Watch 6 is the fact that, you know, it gets a little more bump in several areas. And besides, it's going to be coming out of the box with Wear OS 4, and which is supposedly going to be better in every uh, way. So I hope that promise is kept. And frankly, we probably have a better experience with this compared to the other ones. When you get the new watch, I'll be really interested to know what your setup experience um, is like. Because when I I had to reset my watch in order to pair it with my new S22, because I'd been using it with my S20 FE before. And um, before I could do anything like pair it with the phone so that it talkback would work and stuff, I... I had to, um, well, someone cited had to choose the language in the region and stuff. So I'll be really interested to know how you get on with setting that up. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you know. If I don't record a setup, I'll at least comment on what the setup ex yeah. experience is like. Yeah. 
What was it like for your watch four? Did you have to do that or? So I never even touched the watch. Honestly, I, as soon as I powered it on, it popped up a uh, pop up on my phone saying, set up your galaxy watch. And I just mm. hit okay. And then it paired it and it said, you have talkback enabled. Do you want that enabled on your watch as well? And I said, yes. Mm. And then it turned it on. Yeah, mine but did I, that, but I had to choose the region and language first. Maybe when you buy it in the shop or online, it, that someone's done that already for your region. It's a bit. It was a bit silly that reset thing. It was a bit silly. I know that when I set up my watch for you know a couple of years or was when did that thing come out? It looks like it's a long time ago. Uh, actually, mm. I set mine up directly from the watch. I enable accessibility right on there. And I actually, I think I had a recording on it on our YouTube channel, but you can do that or you can uh, set it through the, the phone or just enable accessibility uh, directly from the watch itself. And, you know, as you can see the uh, mob void that I unboxed a little while ago, just like the Pixel watch, you could also just enable accessibility right on the watch. So the Samsung one is like that too, if you don't want to. Uh, do with the phone. Of course, they will all go to the phone, but you can always enable accessibility right there. And the reset fee, that's the one thing we don't like is the fact that if I want to change uh, phones and pair it to a different phone, then you have to go reset uh, the, the watch before you could pair it to a, a new uh, different phone. So that's a pain point there that I know some of us have been talking about, and I hope that Google will fix this one of these many days. But didn't John, you need didn't didn't you need to have eyes to turn on accessibility on the watch no, though, Warren? No, no, I didn't. Oh no. Well, I couldn't do it. The language and region thing got in my way; it wouldn't let me do anything until that was done. Very annoying. Yeah, but the, the setup screen. Once you are on the setup screen. Um, you could enable that accessibility. And then I, I know back then with my watch for all I did was I, I put down my two fingers on there. Yeah, I and, tried and that. It, didn't and it work. worked and it worked for me. But with the newer Wear OS um, that we have and at least for the Google and the Mobvoi is the triple tapping of that power and that enables accessibility. Oh, so maybe that might have worked because I, yeah, I thought it was the two fingers and I, I did that because that worked on my S22 when I had it, when I first switched it on, the two fingers worked. Um, so I thought it'd be the same for the watch. How confusing. Why can't it all be the same? And we know that John now is a cross between, like, is he, is he a Dickensian uh, character? Is he Vernon Dursley? You know, you know, is he Merle Stone out of David Copperfield or, 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 or um, as I say, Vernon Dursley? He's never touched his watch. He did it from the phone, and now the watch is going on eBay. He's selling his child. I think that's awful. The poor watch for John <laughs> is a bad man. I thought that John unboxed the watch five. Though, he, uh, a, but, but, but the what? No, what he said is he never touched his watch four. That was he's the never watch touched four. It. He, he's, he's emotionally neglected that's... it. That's he's emotionally <laughs> neglected. He, he set it up from his phone and now he's selling it. Like Merlstone was kinder to David Copperfield than that. Like <laughs> Vernon Dursley was kinder to Harry Potter than that. He's just been the whole 
caboodle. Like, you could not be crueler by indifference. Indifference is cruel. And that's what you've done. I hope you reflect on your error. What a pounding. That's enough, Ed. <laughs> no, it's not. It's never enough. You're getting it in the next item anyway. <laughs> so before we move on, I just want to mention a couple things about the phones. So there's not too much new this year when it comes to the fold. The improvements are that it now folds completely flat. There's no gap when it's shut. Wait a minute. John, I have to stop you there right now. The, the improvement to the fold is that it folds properly. Like, did it not yes. use the fold That's, properly? It's, like, no, it didn't. It did not fold properly. There was a gap, so like <laughs> debris could get in there while it was in your pocket if you didn't Amazing. have very clean pockets. Yeah. So now, similar to the Pixel Fold, it, when it folds, it folds completely flat. Um, of course, they've upgraded the um, processor, and that's honestly about it. And the last thing I wanted to point out is that both of these now start at 256 gigabytes, which I hope is going to be a trend going forward. I can't imagine that they'd make the Flip 5 start at 256 and then not have the S24 start at 256. So I think that's a good sign going forward. And I hope other manufacturers sort of adopt this to have the base storage on their flagships at least to be 256. Visit AccessibleAndroid.com or download Accessible Android from Google Play Store for text tutorials, tips and tricks, and more to make most out of your Android device. This is the Spotlight segment. Stay tuned for premium interviews, device unboxing, and more. Now we're going to turn to the second half of our double bill, and Warren reviews the Nothing Phone 2. Hi, this is Warren Carr from Blind Android Users Podcast. This is reviewing the Nothing 2 phone. In my last week's unboxing of the Nothing 2 phone, I forgot to mention something and that has to do with the fact that the phone supports dual SIM cards. In other words, it has two nano SIM card slots. When you push out the SIM tray, you'll find that one slot on the back of the tray and the other slot in the front. Thus, you can use two nano SIM cards. This phone definitely is intended for the markets outside the United States. I also would like to mention that the phone has a capacity of 4700 mA for the battery as to the 4500 mA of the Nothing Phone 1. Also, the phone is a 6.7 inch as to the 6.5 inch of the Nothing One phone. In this review, I'll be looking at these areas. Setup and language selection screen, SIM card, your information, biometrics, agreement and optional stuff, restoring your apps, software looking at the system settings, the Glyph and the Glyph Composer, Screen Reader Action Support, the Camera, Audio and Microphone, Updates and Security Patches, and 13, the last but not the least, Conclusion, My Thoughts. Now let's get to business. When you power up the Nothing 2 phone, the first thing that comes up, of course, is that setup screen. If you have some sight, you'll see one bright red 
button in the middle of the phone that's the get started or the next button of course this is the screen where you enable accessibility as you heard during my unboxing i also mentioned in that unboxing that it does not support the two finger hold down on the face of the phone to enable accessibility thus you must use the two volume key hold down in order to enable accessibility once you enable accessibility, something very important here is that you are on that language selection. By default, this comes with the UK English or UK Voices and UK English as a default. So if you're not interested in using the UK English or the UK Voices, then you want to make sure that you tap on that language selector and choose your language or choose the English uh, variant that you want if you are an English user and you wanted to use something other than the UK English. If you don't, you will wind up using the English UK and even when you go add another language, another variant, for example, I learned the hard way that you can't even make that second one become your default. So something to keep in mind. Next, once you get past that setup screen, the next screen we come to is the screen that asks for your SIM card. If you have a SIM card, you can put it in. And regrettably, I want to mention here that it does not have eSIM card support. I was looking forward to it so I could test it on my network, that is the Google Fi Wireless, and it did not, so I never got to try this phone with a regular phone call, although I used it with some VOIP such as Google Voice, Telegram, Google Meet, etc. Now, in the next screen, that is step four, we're talking about inputting your PIN from the old phone to unencrypt if you're going to be bringing your stuff from your older phone and after putting all of your information with your Google information and all of that, then you come to that where it asks for your PIN and all of that from the old phone. And then once you tap on next, then you come to the biometrics. During my first setup though, I didn't see anything other than either using my PIN or using my fingerprint reader. I did not see the face unlock until I finished setting it up and after a couple updates then I saw the face unlock in the system and system security and biometrics. I would like to mention that the fingerprint on this phone is not bad at all. It's an optical fingerprint but I think it's the ultrasonic one because it behaves just as good as the one that I have on the Samsung phone and it's a little bit lower than any other finger or in-glass fingerprint I've seen is closer to the dark area than the one you see on Samsung or on Google. So that's the one thing to keep in mind. Next, we go to now number five, and here's where we find the agreement, and this agreement comes from the nothing, and some of these things are optional, so you choose the things that you want to be part of and things that you don't want to be part of. Terms and conditions, heading. Important. Before using the device, please read the following terms and conditions carefully. By using the device, you are agreeing to be bound by the Nothing End User License Agreement. Your information will be managed according to Nothing's privacy policy at all times. End User License Agreement. Privacy Policy. And I'll tap Agree at the bottom right. Agree button. 
Setup Wizard Overlay, Experience Improvement Programs, Heading. Here we come across something called Experience Improvement Program. Here's what that has to say. Experience Improvement Programs, Heading. User Experience Program. The program collects product usage data to improve our products without infringing upon privacy. And we got check marks if you could turn them on or turn them off. Switch on. Okay. System Stability Program. Join the System Stability Program to help us troubleshoot nothing OS faster. And that's switched on. Switch on. Nothing notifications. Enable notifications for surveys and product updates. And that by default also switched on. Switch on. And you can turn these things off if you don't want them on. Number six, restoring your apps. Here, you now pass this and you can now choose to restore your apps. And if you're like me, I had like over 365 or 300 whatever apps in there waiting for me. And I just decided to restore it. Of course, it shows the restore points. And that's the one thing I like about this phone. It shows you which phones you have. And I chose to restore from my Pixel 7 Pro. I do want to mention here in passing that if you choose to restore your apps from a previous backup from your account, that it does not restore folders. So for example, with my 360-something apps, what wound up happening is that it dumped all of these onto home screens, meaning I wound up having like 16 home screens. So that's something to keep in mind. Number seven. Now let's talk about software looking at the system settings i am now on my home screen and i'll navigate to the system settings so i show you what we have in the system settings i don't want to make this so long so i'm going to be rushing through these i do want to mention here that it doesn't have that boomy sound of the pixel phones so it's a little bit lighter Accessibility volume set to 50%. So I'm turning it up a little bit higher. And now I'm going to go into the system settings. Notification shade. Quick settings. Page 1 of 2. Page 1 of 3. Expanded. We are now in the quick panel area, the quick settings. And I do want to mention here that it has three rows of items. So at the very top, you have a perpetual Wi-Fi and Bluetooth on the top and then you have the other ones and i also want to mention here in passing that where it says bluetooth or wi-fi you can just tap on that and it does not turn them off for example if i put my finger down wi-fi the mesh switch on wi-fi signal full now if it was some other phone if i tap here it will turn off my wi-fi but if i tap here it will take me to the wi-fi area this is what i'm talking about internet Wi-Fi cert internet. There it is. Takes me to that without turning it off. And the same thing is true with the Bluetooth. I think that's beautiful. Now, I do want to mention that the images above the labeling, because they kind of didn't label them right. So, for example, if I move my finger up above where it says Wi-Fi. Unlabeled. It says unlabeled. And said detected Fi. I move my finger right to the Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Page one of two. Bluetooth. And Switch if I on. move my finger up. Unlabeled. 
it says enable. So the labelings didn't get directly on the button. Rather, they are found below the buttons. These are the only two buttons that I seem to see it having that type of labeling. Now, now let's go down now and tap on that open settings. And I do want to mention that this thing is so much like a pixel. So in other words, this is a breed between the Fruitvale phone and a Pixel phone. So if you want a Pixel phone, but you don't want the Pixel phone from Google, you can get this one. And if you don't like a Fruitvale, but you want something that feels like the Fruitvale, then you get this Nothing Too phone. All right, let's tap on that. One app, open settings. Open settings. Power menu, button, settings. Now, search settings. I am in the system settings and at the top, we've got the couple items. That is, we've got the... Um, Network and internet, mobile, Wi-Fi, hotspot. Network and internet, and that's on the left and to the right of it. Connected devices, Bluetooth, pairing. So those are sitting up there at the top. And now, below that, everything now goes down in a list. And this is what we got. Apps, recent apps, default apps. Next. Notifications. Notification history. Conversations. Glyph interface. Customize ringtones and more. We'll come back to the Glyph interface and the Glyph composer and all of that. But as you can see, everything is so much like a Pixel phone except this Glyph interface. Battery. 63% one hour. Seven minutes left until full. I got it charging and I got it charging with a very slow slow uh, cable storage 18 percent use 209 gigabytes free this is a 256 gigs version sound and vibration volume vibration do not disturb next display dark theme font size brightness next lock screen shortcuts widgets always on display next customization Wallpapers, colors, icon pack, app grid. Next. Accessibility, display, interaction, audio. Next. Security and privacy, app security, device lock, permissions. This is where you'll see the fingerprint reader and the face unlock. Next. Location. On five apps have access to location. Next. Safety and emergency, emergency SOS. Medical info, alerts. Next. Passwords and accounts, saved passwords, autofill, synced accounts. Next. Digital well-being and parental controls, screen time, app timers, bedtime schedules. Next. Google, services and preferences. Next. Experimental features, try upcoming features in advance. We'll take a look at that besides the Glyph interface. System, languages, gestures, time, backup. And this is where you'll find things about security patches. And by the way, this does a three-year OS support and a four-year security patch bi-monthly. About phone, nothing phone too. And that's the last item. Unlike the Pixel, we don't have the tips and support at the bottom of that. Now, let's go back near the top now and look at the experimental things and see what that has to talk about before we look at the Glyph interface. Experimental features, 
Try upcoming features in advance. Let's go ahead and tap. Experimental features. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. I'll now put my finger down near the top and hear what this area says. Connect to Tesla. Control your Tesla easily from the phone. One of four. In list. Four items. So if you have that Tesla hiding somewhere in your garage, you can use this to connect to it. Next item. AirPods support. Show AirPods icon and battery info in your settings. Switch off two of four. Moving on. Enhanced touch response. Improve touch response speed for specific games. Enabling this feature will increase battery usage. Switch off three of four. And? Glyph progress. Integrate the Glyph interface with third-party apps, four of four. And so that will be, you know, third-party apps that one could interface with the Glyph interface and all of that. Now, let's go back now and move to that Glyph interface that I Settings. was talking about. Experimental features. Try upcoming features in advance in list. I will now scroll up and find that Glyph interface. Glyph interface. Customize ringtones and more. Here we are, and we can tap here to go customize the glyphs. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. And if you don't know what the glyph is, we're talking about the back of the phone actually shows you lights and all of that. We mentioned this in our podcast last year. We actually dubbed it the Christmas tree maker. And uh, so I may be using these words interchangeably, but the correct term is the glyph interface. I like to call it the Christmas tree maker. And so here we are on that screen. Glyph interface. Auto brightness switch. Button. Selected. Enlist. And then near the top, just on the right, we got the first item there. Ringtones. Crossing. Ringtone is crossing. And then below that, we got... Notifications. Oi. Notification. Oi. Oi, 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 oi. And then below that, across the screen... Glyph lights. Switch on. We come across the glyph lights and it's turned on by default. Now, below that, we have a heading that says... Features. Heading. Features. Heading. And below that on the left... Flip to glyph. Silence on demand. There's the flip to uh, glyph and... Switch. Off. It is off. And to the right of that... Glyph timer. Visual countdown. There's the visual countdown. And then below here we've got... Composer. Create your own ringtone sound pack. We have the composer where you can create your own sound packs and all of that. If you tab here, it will take you to the Play Store where you can install it. I have installed it. Let me tap here to show Composer. you what I'm talking about. Library. Button. Disabled. Out of list. Because I have it installed, when I tap on it, it launches the app. But if you haven't installed it, it doesn't come installed by default. You have to go to the Play Store to install it. So if you tap here, it will take you to the Play Store. And that's how you can compose your own ringtones and stuff like that. Let's scroll down. Next, we got... Visual Feedback. Heading. Visual Feedback. And this is where all those dancing lights uh, would be showing at the back. Volume Indicator. Audio level at a glance. Showing items 1 to 7 of 11. Moving on. Switch on. That is switched on. Google Assistant. 
Visual response. If you want to see the response visually. Switch on. It's also switched on. Next. Charging meter. Wiggle for progress. Showing items 5 to 11 of 11. And. Switch on. It is switched on. Glyph progress. Third party integrations. That's the one we saw earlier in the experimental stuff. Turn off automatically. Heading. And we come across something that says turn off automatically. And here's what we got. Bedtime schedule. 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. Weekdays. And basically it grabbed that from the restoration that I restored it from my phone when I did the setup. Bedtime schedule. Switch off. It is off. If I turn it on, then it will be doing what my other phones have. And now the last item here at the bottom is something that is of importance. And it has to do with those lights because they can be awfully bright. And this is what it's saying about that. The glyph interface may not be safe for those with epilepsy and other conditions with sensitivity to light. And that's what I would like you to take note of if you're sensitive to light or if you have some epileptic uh, tendencies. You may want to avoid this if it triggers what ails you. Let's go back. Settings. Glyph interface. Customize ringtones and more. Enlist. And while we're still here in the glyph area, I thought we might as well just go ahead and take a quick look at the Glyph Composer. As I indicated earlier, if you install it, when you tap on the Glyph Composer or Creator, it will take you to the Play Store before you can install it. I have done so, and I will tap here and show you how you can compose your own uh, ringtones or whatever. Composer, create your own ringtone sound pack. So we tap. Composer, library, button, disabled, out of list. Tapping on that now places us in the library, which is on the top left corner. And then toward the bottom in the middle, not all the way to the bottom, but maybe three quarters down, on the left. Start recording button. It's a start recording. There are some graphical things in the middle of the phone that the screen reader doesn't tell you what it is. And so that's not a problem. 606 button. There's something that says 606 to the right of that record button. Now below that record button, we've got some items. We've got on the left, we got key left top button, key left top and at the bottom of it, key left bottom button, then in the middle, key center button. And then to the right, we've got on the top, key right top button, and at the bottom, key right bottom button. All those things are there at the bottom of that record. Now, if you tap on any of these, it makes sound. So I'm going to tap on, for example, the key left top. Key left top button. And the one below it. Key left bottom button. And tap on the center. Key center button. Make a doom sound. And then we go to the key top right and key top right bottom. Key right top button. And bottom. Key right bottom. There we go. Now, in order to record your own, you first have to tap on the record. Start recording. Start button. recording. Close button. And we heard close. Now, if I just tap these things random, let's say I start here with the left hand side. Key left top button. And key left bottom. And I tap the key middle. Center. 
I mean, that's a boring way of creating. Key right bottom. And once you do, there's button. a save button, and at the bottom of it, discard. It's a button. discard. And so it's up to you. I'm going to um, click discard, but you can play what you just composed uh, to hear what it sounds like. So that record button now becomes the play button. Play button. And if I tap there. There we go. So now, if I were doing them in rapid succession, for example, so Discards. I'm going to discard. discard and it says, do I, do I want to discard it? Discard. And I said discard. Composer. So I'm going to tap record left and, and do them in rapid succession, see what happens. Close button. Navigate up. Oh, button. then it says uh, I've had enough. Okay, I'm gonna play it. Play button. Pause. As you can see, I'm a bad composer. <laughs> so I discard that. There we go. Composer. That Blit is the co composer Settings. right there. Uh, so that is the UI. The oh. UI is so much um, pixel in every single way, except for those very few things I just showed you. Now, let's move on to the next item, and we're talking about screen reader action support. Now, what do I mean by screen reader action support? In other words, I'm talking about the fact that the launcher does support the actions. So for example, Speechify. if I put my finger on Speechify and I swipe down, shortcuts and notifications, and I swipe down again, move item, move item, add to home screen, and add to home screen. It's already on my home screen though. This is not the fault of the phone, it's the fault of the screen reader. And so it does support screen reader action support. In other words, you can also drag items and move them around. I'll try Beeper. one of those. Double tap. Shortcuts. Remove home. Move to row. Move to row two. Column two. Create folder with multilingual. Create so folder see, with item. There it is. And so it does support that. Now the next thing is number 10, and we're talking about the camera. And this is one of those things that is not so bueno for those of us who are blind. In other words, it doesn't tell you as to whether or not there are any faces in the view of your camera. I'll tap here and show you, and the camera is found exactly where the pixel camera is found at the bottom right corner. Another thing I want to mention here is that you can actually remove the search bar at the bottom of the screen. I'll show you that after I show you the camera. So let's go here. Camera. Tap. Camera. Inner inner image. Button. Showing items one to four of four. And that's it. Um, it doesn't tell you anything. So even if I say, hey, switch on to the um, front shooter. Take photo. Image. Google photo gallery. So at the bottom left, we got photo gallery. Google lens BTN. There's button. a Google lens. Take photo. Take photo. Image. Switch to front camera. Switch image. to front camera. I'm going to switch to the front camera. It sees if it sees my handsome face there. Ah, Dampanier. 
Now, doesn't tell me whether I'm good for selfie and all of that. So if you're a selfieer, uh, this is not going to work for you. <laughs> so tap back and now move back to the rear of the cam, the rear view. And then, of course, at the top, we've got near the top left, starting from flash the flash off. This image. flash off. Inner image. Image. Inner image. Filter off. Filter image. off. Inner image. Button. And another inner image there on the top right, which I think maybe is the settings. Let's tap here and see. Tapping on that. Motion photo. We got motion photo. On. Off. So ratio. Four. Yeah, so 16. definitely on the top right there Both. is Can that um, settings for the camera. Now, I mentioned something about the fact that you can remove the search bar at the bottom of the phone. So if you're not fond of the Google search bar that goes across the bottom of your phone below the dock, you can actually remove it here on the Nothing To phone. I'll show you how you go about removing that. And so we go into the system settings. I'll now navigate to the system settings. Notification, quick settings. And open settings. Open settings. Power menu. I am now in the settings, that is the system settings. And we need to go to customization, wallpapers, colors, icon pack, app grid. And tap customization, navigate up, button, out of list. Here in customization that has to do with all of the wallpaper and style, select wallpapers and color themes. Wallpapers and all of that. What we're looking for is adjust grid, icon label, and search bar on the home screen. That's the one we want. So we tap here. Home screen layout. Navigate up. But. And below here we've got. App grid. Four columns. In list. Four. Selected. Five. App label. Display app label on home screen. Switch on. And then we have. Search bar. Display search bar in the dock. Switch on. And if I turn this off. Off. Bye-bye. The Google search bar at the bottom is gone. I also do want to mention here in passing that there's something here that is not accessible to us. In other words, you can double tap anywhere on the screen to shut off the screen without needing to hit the power. But if you have TalkBack running, it's not going to work for you. Also, it does not have the quick tap that we have on the Pixel phone. That is, you can turn on the quick tap so you could double tap at the back to launch the assistant or launch whatever you want to assign it to that is absent here. That's another subtle difference that we have as to the Pixel phone. Now, let's move on now. And we are talking about item number 11. And I'm talking about audio and microphone. I regret to say that I am not pleased with this recording or the recording on this phone. It sounds a little bit compressed and frankly, it really doesn't sound all that bueno. I have a couple items that I have recorded using both the Hi-P3 recorder and the ASR audio sound recorder. I will now play those things back to back for your own hearing. Hi, this is testing the Nothing To mic using the ASR recorder. I am dead in the middle, and now moving my head to the right, I'm speaking from the right end of the phone, and now moving back to the center, and moving my head now to the left, I'm speaking from the left, and now back to the center. This is testing the Nothing To Phone Microphone.
Hi, this is testing the HiQ MP3 recorder and doing this test on the Nothing To microphone, trying to see what it sounds like. I'll now move my head to the right side of the phone and I'm talking from the right side. Now moving my head back to the center and now moving toward the left. I'm now just speaking from the left and now back to the center of the phone. Again, this is testing the phone using the HiQ MP3 recorder. Next, let's move on to the next item and that will be updates and security patches. The updates are three years and the security patches are bi-monthly for four years. I will now show you what it sounds like when you reach the screen. I will now play for you what I heard when I was doing the two system updates that I got in the way of the security patches. Right now, it's sitting at the June 1st security patch. Dear user of the Nothing Phone 2, we are thrilled to have you here as we start this new and exciting journey together. This update is the first of many as we continuously work to deliver the best possible experience for Nothing OS. We listen closely to the feedback of our user community and make sure that your voices are heard. Today, we have included a selection of design-related features, a massive camera app update, as well as a wide range of improvements and bug fixes that will hopefully make your everyday usage of the phone, too, a more delightful experience. Thank you for choosing to believe in us. Warm regards. The Nothing Team. New features. Piano Glyph Composer is now live on the Play Store. Use the app to create and record your very own Glyph ringtones. Car Introducing Glyph Progress for Uber. Check the progress of an incoming Uber ride via the Glyph interface. This feature is currently in an experimental phase, so you may experience some inconsistencies. Lock widgets can now be added to your lock screen always on display. Available to set up on the lock screen settings page. Gear quick settings widgets. Add your most used quick settings tiles directly to your home or lock screen. Musical note reworked popular nothing machine ringtones and notification sounds from phone 1 adjusted to match the new segmented design of phone 2. Framed picture 4 new wallpapers. Hand waving one-handed mode. Camera. Magnifying glass portrait mode now supports 2x zoom. Man running motion capture is now supported in 50 megapixels mode. Bookmark introduced a brand new nothing style photo watermark. Glowing star optimized the HDR effectiveness across the board. One optimized photo clarity when shooting between 4x and 10x zoom. Partying face improved camera quality when used in third party apps. Film projector reduced lag and optimized stabilization algorithm when shooting videos. Improvements. Battery improved battery and charging performance in extreme conditions. High voltage improved the consistency of wireless charging and battery share. Lock improved face unlock and fingerprint sensor performance. Level slider regulated system sounds volume across the board. Light bulb optimized essential notification and other glyph interface logic. Bug fixes. Gear resolved quick settings expansion issue. Antenna bars improved network stability. Vibration mode resolved NFC related issue. Alien monster more general bug fixes. System update available. That's the update it got. 13. Conclusion. My thoughts. Something I forgot to mention is the battery, which is very important. I do want to mention here that the battery is very good. Actually, a whole lot better than what I got on my Pixel 7 Pro. As a matter of fact, for not being a very heavy phone user, the battery lasted me like 48 hours or 49 hours. So battery-wise, this thing is not bad at all since it's utilizing that uh, Snapdragon 8 Gen Plus 1 
And it, it's just battery management is very good when compared to what the Pixel 7 Pro has. Now, as a whole, this is not a bad phone. If you're someone who wants something that feels like a Fruitvale device, that is an Apple phone, and yet you want something that is stock, that is something that feels like a Pixel software-wise, this is the phone to go for. Given the price, this is absolutely a nice phone to buy uh, if you have the money to buy it, if it's falling within the budget that you would like to spend it on, this would be something to go for. Of course, it's running nothing to OS, but like I said, it's very clean and it's just like a Pixel phone without the Pixel branding, with the exception of those composer things that we talk about. And that's how the system looks like. So just give it a try if it's something you want to, but if it's not what you want to, if you're like me and kind of don't like the power on the right-hand side and the volume keys on the other side, then you don't need this phone. Or if you're someone who wants to be able to have access to an eSIM uh, support and that's important to you, then this is not your phone. Overall, again, this is a great phone. And thanks for listening to our audio review of the Nothing phone. So, Warren, uh, I have a question, and then I have to point out a mistake. Did did you play any audio on the Nothing Phone 2? And the only reason I ask is because on the Nothing Phone 1 that I played with very briefly, I noticed that the top speaker was really weak. They, they'd used the earpiece, essentially, which I thought was very 2019, 2020. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a proper top firing speaker. You know, you can route it and overclock it, obviously, but then it will break. Have you have you played audio on the Nothing Phone too? And is that any better, or have they done the same thing? So I never had the Nothing One, so I can't compare. Uh, but this one sounds very good. And the reason I didn't play any audio in in my review is because I don't want any copyright strikes, and so. I deliberately um, choose not to play an audio, but audio sounds good. I don't have any complaints in that department at all. Yeah, you'd notice if it didn't. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a comparison on the one. They've improved it then. And this is the problem with being on YouTube, you see, because if it was just a podcast, no one would care. Exactly. But, uh, uh, but apparently we have to have stuff on YouTube, so people do. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's good. You would notice, and you made a mistake, Warren. <laughs> what did I do? Oh, I so had a you, headache, anyways. No, but you claimed that the camera did not tell you when you switched to the front that your face is in the frame. It did not. No, and that's because it has built-in AI, and it knows that no one wants pictures of your ugly face. Yeah, but so I wasn't. Just, I, I was doing an audio review. I wasn't doing a a video review. No, but but a, but a video, a picture would have been taken from that camera, and it knows that the world does not need photos of your face. No, that's but here's no, 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 no. Let me. I I'll put him in his place. When you switch to the front camera on any phone, it does not automatically take a picture of you, my friend. 
You forgot no, that. No, no, but but he do, he doesn't he doesn't want pictures of your face. That's what no, I'm no, he knows. He looks, he looks, it goes, it looks, it looks, it goes, it goes. His face, no way. We don't need pics of that. I'm not telling him when it's in the frame. We literally don't need pics of his face. You're being oh. horrible, Ed. <laughs> but frankly, let's be honest. So if you, like I said in there, if you're a self here. This is not going to be your phone no. because you're it, not going to know not when it has the correct uh, whatever. You have to use something, a third party, like, say, open camera, for example, uh, if you want to be able to interact or you know that you have something in the view of the camera, whether it's the back camera or the front camera, you'll have to use something like that. But other than that, uh, I think a lot of the buttons, you know, taking picture, the buttons, okay, and all of that. But as you can hear in my review, you know, some of the buttons up there are not labeled. And TalkBack was doing the heavy lifting in uh, some of those uh, cases. And I do want to add here, frankly, if you're buying this phone, don't think of returning it. If you're just buying it to check it out, don't even go there. Because if you don't want to go through the troubles, um, they have a toll-free number here in the States. And... I tell you, the first time I tried to call it, it was just not ringing at all, just hanging up. And then to go on their website to try to fill it out is a nightmare. That site is not great. And I like Google's return policies better. And then you will also, if you finally got something going, you got someone, then you need to take a picture of the phone and send it to them. You need to do this and that. It, it's a nightmare. I, I almost didn't feel like returning it, but, um, uh, you know. <laughs> so to everyone, did. this is Warren basically acknowledging that the nothing phone is literally nothing. It's, and, and the, thank <laughs> you, my dear. Absolutely. And, and when you, thank you. And when you, and when you <laughs> ring up, what happens? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Yes. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They've <laughs> done that intentionally. Ring, nothing happens. <laughs> oh. But frankly, uh, so finally, when you get get through and then you're returning it and you tell them the reason why you're returning it, for instance, I give four reasons. Number one, I don't like the microphone on there. Number two, I don't like the fact that the camera is not, you know, very accessible to me as a blind person. Number three, I don't like the fact that, you know, the power is on the other side. And then the fourth one, I don't remember what it is. But as far as they're concerned, all that adds to no reason at all. And because of that, you are charged uh, whatever uh, for returning it. So uh, if you buy this phone, make sure it's something you want to keep. What company is that? Nothing. Oh, it's actually, they're actually the company. I didn't know if it was nothing phone sold by somebody <laughs> else or... Yeah, they're right there in the UK, you know, nothing. Oh, you, you had quite a lot to say about nothing, really, didn't you? I did. And another good thing, though, because I, I give kudos where kudos do, is the fact that I like um, you could, you know, unlike the pixel where um, when you put in your pin, then you could, you don't have to tap that OK or you have to uh, turn on the settings that say, yeah, you, oh, always bypass the okay um, this phone is great that way because whether you use a four pin or a six pin uh, it will just unlock your phone without the uh, need to 
uh, tab OK. So I, I give them credit where credit is due. It's a good phone, but I frankly don't like the way the haptic sound. It makes it sound like a tin can. And I, I'm very particular about, you know, how things. I mean, I don't like sounds, but um, the haptics, I left it on to uh, see what it is like. And I, I don't think I like its haptics. You, you, disable haptics. you disable haptics on all your phones, though, don't you? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do as yeah. well. I do that too. Um, okay, I'm going to ask my my question that will hopefully help the listeners, but... You know, I'm I'm embracing my role of person who asks slightly stupid questions in the hope that they help somebody, <clears throat> me as well. Hopefully, um, the camera thing, I I just barely use my camera at all. So if I was going to take a photo of my Samsung now, would it tell me then that there was a face? Um, is that something? Yeah, yeah. Your that, Samsung that actually Samsung will tell you. I mean, Samsung has that since uh, the S5. And like I always say, we credit them for bringing that to Android. They were the very first ones that uh, gave us that capability and everyone thereafter followed them, especially, you know, Google. So uh, Samsung has had that going back to the S5. I, I've yeah, been I, using them for years and I didn't even know that because that's how often yeah, I, I use I actually the use it for um, like if I'm getting ready to go on a meet, like a Google meeting or something. I'll yeah. actually, like on my tablet, I'll have my tablet set up and I'll go to the camera app to act like I'm going to take a selfie and it'll say, like, face, uh, top left of the screen, 30% of the width or something like that. And then I'll just adjust it until it says I'm right and center. And then I'll go back to the meet app before I join the call. So that yeah, I know, it's useful, like, isn't up. it? Yeah. Nice yeah. tip, John. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, but but if your phone doesn't, you can, as Warren said, install Open Camera. Uh, the Xiaomi will do that. Uh, the Pixel will do that. Uh, I don't think doesn't, the, doesn't Sony the, Sony, the Sony doesn't the Sony do that though. The no, Sony probably does. Um, I haven't tried it okay. on on the Sony camera. I don't. I like Fee. I don't do many selfies. What's I'd be surprised if it at, didn't. <laughs> what, what's you using at the moment? You using a Sony at the moment? Uh, I still have the. I still have the show, I'm using the Xiaomi. I still have the Sony, but um, I'm using the Xiaomi right now. Uh, I'd be surprised. Were you, gonna, were you just gonna? Were you just gonna make a hybrid phone then called a Shoni? I was. Or, or a, a sh- or or a Xiaomi or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like a hybrid, you know, a cut and shut job where you chop them in. I believe Samsung called. Yeah, I believe Samsung called them folds. <laughs> hey, now, Ed, seriously, um, if Google, you could I mean. check the one on Sony to mm-hmm. see if it if it uh, tells you if there's a face in the view, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious. The Xiaomi definitely does. Uh, I'll, I'll check the Sony. Coming up next is the tip of the week. Stay tuned for tips, tricks, and more about Android. And now we have a tip of the week from John, who will show us how to access uh, Google Casting on a Samsung device without having to install a third-party settings app. Hi, John here with another tip of the week for Samsung users. This time I'm going to show you how to use Google Cast with the built-in screencasting. So Samsung has something called Smart View, which currently only shows you Miracast targets. And I'm going to show you how to make it so that it shows Chromecast targets as well. 
This is not something you currently can't do on a Samsung phone. There are third-party apps you can use to get you to that part of the settings that Samsung has hidden from you, and you can even add a cast quick settings tile back to the quick settings. But this is just going to show you how to have everything in one place so you don't have to worry about what type of target it is that you're casting to. So I'm going to bring down the notification panel. Notification shade. 9.19 a.m. And then quick settings. Quick settings. 9.19 a.m. I'm going to find smart view. Smart view off button. Double tap here. Off. Notification shade. More options. New content available button. Smart view. So more options near the top right is already focused. So I'm going to double tap there. Pop-up window. Settings. New content available. I'm going to go to settings. Settings. Navigate up button. And you're going to go at the very bottom. Contact us. About Smart View. So right below Contact Us, the last item is Smart View. You're going to double tap on that. Smart View. Navigate up button. Now I'm just going to swipe. App Info button. Smart View. Once Smart View is in focus, you're just going to double tap this 10 times. Enter password. Password, edit box. Then it's going to ask you for a password. Showing Braille keyboard, unified English Braille contracted. Swipe up with three fingers for more options. And what you're going to put in as the password is pound, or the number sign, or hashtag, followed by 00RTSP00. And all of those letters are lowercase. Dots for pound, number, zero, zero. Dots five six R T S P number zero zero eight bullet zero keyboard hidden cancel button okay button smart view navigate up button okay and now you're going to look for a setting called Google Cast off switch you're gonna turn that on on so I'm gonna back out of here smart view smart and here settings navigate up button smart view more options button. So now I'm on my smart view screen. And as you'll see, Galaxy S23 Ultra, Google Cast. Living room display, Google Cast. Bathroom speaker, Google Cast. Bedroom speaker, play sound. Now in this list of devices, all my Google devices are showing up that I can use Chromecast to cast to, whether it be video or audio. And now you can get to it all in the same place from the smart view quick setting. So hope this has been helpful. Thank you for listening. This is Warren's Most Liked segment in which you can share how you got started with Android, the problems you had along the way, and much more. If you don't know what to say, we'll help you along the way. And we close in our Android journey section this week, and it's Lena. Uh, welcome, Lena. How are you? I'm great, and you folks have made me feel so welcome. I've been looking forward to meeting all of you because this podcast is how I learned to use Android.
I'm really glad about that. I'm so happy. And I'm going to pass over to Warren because this really is his segment. Uh, I know, we but I don't, it. I don't know if he'll talk to me since I use a Samsung device. Oh, oh he doesn't. Lena, Lena, yeah. Lena. <laughs> Lena, you know, I, I love I, I just wanted to see if you were really listening, Warren. <laughs> I, Lena, I occasionally use an iPhone. And he still talks to me. So you'll be and all the, right. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that on the podcast because I sometimes do too. But I have to say, I don't like it. You like Android more, do you? I do. But the only thing is a couple apps that I sometimes use, like Oco, are not available for Android. And I don't know if they will be. Okay. No, I have talked to the guy and... The guy, you know, um, say, oh, we have a small company and uh, there's uh, too many phones on Android, blah, blah, blah. And so I don't think it's ever going to be coming what to. Is, what um, is okay? It's just it's, it's a, a, a navigational thing to let you know when the lights, uh, you know, are changing or not. You know, you're trying to uh, walk across the street, that kind of thing. But frankly, okay. I've always said I don't want an app that I have to hold my phone out and pointing at the camera. You know, someone might as well take that damn phone away from you. Oh, so <laughs> you have to you have to basically video everything with your no, phone. No, I wouldn't no, want to do that. No, you point your camera at the light. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, so I you see, have yeah. to have your phone pointing your phone out. And you're walking no, just, in a bad city like L.A. or whatever. Someone's going to take that damn phone away from yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just ask a human. It's cheaper. Um. Well, okay. Now, I've got to represent the other side because generally I wouldn't care about this app because I have good traffic skills, even though I have to use hearing aids. But on Sunday morning, there is no traffic. So mm. on Sunday oh, so you can't tell. I can't tell. And I don't like mm. that guessing guessing and running thing i mean yeah, in, i've obviously been UK, doing it for years in the uk we have some some of them be and some and some of them um have a like a little cone underneath that spins when you can go so but it's probably not like that in the state well we we have some that do but most do not lena we really thank you so much for coming on and of course as you know this is my favorite segment of the podcast and it's not often that we have people coming on to talk about their Android journey stories. And so when we do, for me, it's a total nice, beautiful treat. And so thank you so much for coming to talk about your Android journey story. And we love you using your Samsung out there. I don't have anything against Samsung. I do have a Samsung device and I love Samsung devices. They've given us a lot in Android. Well, actually, Warren, you were very gracious when I first got my phone. And you answered an email and were just so kind and helpful. So I've had a soft spot for you in the group ever since I first got my Android. The first week I had it, I reached out and you responded. 
Yeah, he here, I don't even... He must have caught him on a good day, the You're like the, the only person in the world ever. Well done. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I, I don't, even, I don't you know? even remember talking to Lena before. And so when she said she had, I was surprised. And But, you know, so Ed is putting me out to be a bad guy. I'm not a bad I, well, guy. Well, no, you, you put yourself up to be a total diva. You flanked her. Do you remember, like, the fan comes up and goes, do you remember when you gave me your autograph and you just gone, no, no, I don't, I don't. <laughs> you flanked her again. Absolutely outrageous. Like, atrocious. Yeah, yeah. yeah ne never, never meet your heroes. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so, Lena, when did you first get an Android phone? Then, and what phone is did you get? June sixth, twenty twenty-two, and. I had been thinking about Android, but whenever I would ask an assistive tech person, and I used to think they knew what they were talking about, they would say, oh no, blind people still can't use it. And I didn't do my own research. I just believed them. But I got so annoyed with Apple because they completely broke Braille and every update breaks something that I like and the last straw, which is why I remember the date so well, was they sold me an iPhone 12 that was defective. Okay, that can happen. But in order to get them to fix it, I had to go beyond Apple and get help from other government agencies. The phone was overheating to a point of being unsafe. So that particular day, I had been to the Apple store for about the millionth time. It was really hot in San Diego. That does not make me happy. And Best Buy had this incredible sale so I could get a Samsung A13 for $125. And I said, I don't care if I have to get a sighted person to help me with every aspect of this phone, I'm done with cash. I call them cash mountain. Warren calls them fruit bell. I call them cash mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a mountain of money right there. I mm -hmm. tell you. <laughs> so I, the, the man in the Best Buy store turned on TalkBack for me. He has the A13. And so I was able to make a phone call. That was all I was able to do. And every night I would come home and I would, I don't know how I found the Blind Android Users podcast, except that I was trying to research blind accessibility for the phone and, and found you guys. Every night I would come home and I would skim podcasts. I started with number one and I would learn something. And during the first week, my talk back got turned off two times and I couldn't get it to come back on. I had to call Ira. <laughs> <laughs> and those agents, I'm so thankful for them because guiding my finger to the button when my finger was covering the button and they couldn't see if I was right on the button, oh, but we boy. got it done. And part of the problem with that phone was my power switch wasn't working quite right, but I didn't know it yet. So when I figured that out, I took it to Best Buy and they replaced it right away. Nothing like Cash Mountain. And then the phone worked great. So, I like the Cash Mountain. Maybe I'm going to steal that from you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really think you should insult the fruit, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, apples taste quite nice, don't they? 
I live in I live in Appleville, you know. <laughs> you know, when you eat apples, they they kind of kind of crunchy, and they're the best fruit if you're going on a day out and you want to exactly. take something. Because if you exactly. take a banana and you squash that banana, it's gonna go it goes, mush. Yeah, and it goes all yucky, and then your whole bag stinks of banana. And ugh. I agree, Fee. They they have gone even more cash mountainy last week as well. So oh, they, what, what have they done? Well, I mean, I mean, the EU, we don't need to do anything. Neither does the US. The EU will just kill them for this. They said that anyone who repairs a device that uses an Apple Pencil with aftermarket parts, as in not Apple parts, the Apple Pencil won't work. Now, what you mean? They've just done this so that you have to buy Apple's Apple parts. Stuff. Wow. Yeah. So. So this is a big thing in the automotive industry. It always has been. Can you use aftermarket parts or can Mercedes insist that you take a car to a Mercedes garage? That That's basically the argument. And the EU killed the automotive industry for it. So the fact Apple has even ventured this, I think is amazing. <laughs> they must be relying on the US to defend them because the EU will kill them for this. Um We need to uh, get some popcorn and, and watch the entertainment now, don't we? Well, no, because I, I know the Titanic sinks. I don't need to go watch this film. Like, I, know, like, I know where this goes. I, there's literally no need. I saw it, I saw it last week. Thanks a I lot, know. Ed. I, I was going to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did say that in the, in the Titanic cinema once, and, and someone shouted at me from behind me saying, you've ruined the film. <laughs> really? wow. Anyway, I, I, I'm interrupting your Andrew journey, but but Cash Mountain has gone even more Cash Mountain. They will try and compromise that that their, their product if you use third party parts, and as I say, the EU will kill them for it. And then, so the more I learned that every time any of you demoed an app, I would download it and try it. Some of them I kept, some of them I didn't. But that's you know that's not a criticism of anybody. That's just my needs are different. And as I got to a point where I didn't have to think about the gestures anymore and where things were, I started to really like Android and I started to customize my phone. I, I'm happy with the Samsung phone, but for example, I like Google speech better. Well, I can put that on my phone. I'm not stuck with what Samsung gives me. And I love the customizability. You know something you said, Lena, um, the day that you joined Android, June 6th, was that not the D-Day uh, back in 1944? So what a beautiful day to uh, annihilate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, and I live in a military town, and I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was such a coincidence that, you know, you did that on D-Day, you know, how beautiful. So are you still using your A13 now or I have am, you upgraded? I, or, yeah. No, I haven't upgraded yet. I was going to, but I, I'm not quite sure what I want. I know that I want a smaller form factor. What I don't like about the A13 is it's just a little big. I have small hands and it's, it's just a little big to be comfortable for me. But do I want to stay with Samsung or do I want to try a Pixel? I'm just really conflicted about this. 
So but here's the problem. Um, there is no need. There is no need to be conflicted about this. Whatsoever. That's right. I'm just going to go buy Samsung. Don't listen. Well, to yeah, Ed. No, well, no, no, no. Let's listen, be, we already know what Ed's going to say. Let's be objective. Negative. No, nah, be objective. Be, I am going to be objective, Warren. Don't buy a Pixel. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying you have to buy Samsung. I'm just saying. Like, well, the advantage to getting another Samsung is that they will give me something for this pretty old phone, as phones go. Yeah. yeah. What I never was going to say is that, you know... You know, frankly, you know when they say never take sweets off a stranger? <laughs> never, uh, never buy a Pixel. Elena, listen to me. Don't listen to that boy. What I'm thinking, if you like a smaller phone, probably, you know, something like the Galaxy S21 might be oh, so a perfect it, that's a Samsung. Fit. It's not a Pixel, is it, Warren? You no, 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 The no. S22 is quite it's small as well. I, I, um, that's what I have, and I have, I have yeah. small hands. So if that's you can get, nice. you know, the basic models of either the S21, S22, you would love those. Um, now, if you are thinking of a Pixel. Uh, there aren't many uh, smaller pixels necessarily because I think that the smallest would probably... John, would you say maybe it's the 6A? Uh, the 7A is, um, you know, probably one of those two is what we consider, you know, small phones. I wouldn't recommend the 5. Pixel 5 is uh, a trashy phone, if you ask me. Um, but that would have been the perfect uh, fit, would be the... Uh, Pixel 5, but I wouldn't recommend that. Well, in the and next my, month, I will have a new phone. Yeah, it, it's a good idea, I think, to get, if you get another A1, to maybe get, am, am I right in saying maybe a, a higher number, especially if you want good speakers? Like, um, my mum got the A53, I think, and she really likes that. Yeah, but that's um, a big that, phone. That's a big that's phone. Still that's big. That's quite yeah. big. Is no. it too big? Oh, well, and yeah, can no, somebody the... tell me that? Like, I don't understand Samsung's numbering system. So the A phone, the oh, S phones tend to be the flag flagship ones. Oh, okay. And the S, so, uh, sorry, and the A ones are sort of more mid range. Is that about right? Well, uh, so what happens is the S is is, is the main series, and they're very good. The, yeah. the A series vary. So if it's like zero, I know you've got the A13, two, they may not be that fabulous. The first number, uh, when it goes three, four, five, uh, up to seven, although they've stopped with the sevens. Uh, but they might be quite good. The last number, so so the the second digit, tells you how old the phone is or how new it is. So at the minute, you have the A fifty four five, so it's quite a good phone. Four, we've had four generations of the that that five phone. Oh, thanks. But yeah, but the sure. S ones that that works in a different way. They've done that a bit weird. They went all the way up to S ten. And then they just one, two, three, four, you know, up. To, yeah. I think they started, they would have started at one, didn't they? I don't know, actually. Being computer nerds, they might have started at zero. <laughs> I don't think they did. <laughs> that was that was the nothing phone. That was another company. <laughs> um, but, but, the, but then after 10, they went 20. Huh? Oh, 
yeah. wonder so I've just, been so confused. It's just so, the year now. So they switched yeah. from oh. the 10th phone. Now it's the year oh. it's released for the S phone. Oh, yeah. I've been so confused. <laughs> yeah. And if it has FE afterwards, um, it stands for fan edition. So I got the S20 FE in the beginning of 2021 because I couldn't afford at the time the S20 itself but i wouldn't recommend that one because it's a bit big and i found it a bit big um the s22 i mean i got it i didn't buy it outright i got it on a a contract where you that you have a um monthly airtime plan i don't know how they do it over there but here now you have an airtime plan and then you have another plan where you're paying your back for your phone um so you it's so you know exactly how much you're paying for the phone and exactly how much you're paying for the network service it used to just be an airtime plan um anyway that's how i got my s22 because they are there were a bit i mean it was like outright it would have been 504 pounds i don't know what that is in dollars but some a few hundred um but you do get you know a better phone um so it depends what you um what you want but the reason i got the s22 uh, and I don't know, again, I don't know how it works in the States, but the reason I got the S22 is that the S23 being the latest, had the latest price tag. And I just went, eh, I'm not paying eight pounds more a month. That's too much. Yeah, that's um, that's that's probably, that's usually why I go for a little bit earlier phone. But the reason I went with the A13 was because of the sale. And yeah, I hope I don't offend anybody, but I really thought I would hate Android. Well, because I did the all- same thing. Because of the all the thing. negative stuff I hear in the blind community, I don't I know, get it's it. It's bad, isn't it? It's, it's yes. Really, what you, I think, what's happened is a lot of people have used it ten or fifteen years ago, hated it, which is fair enough. Ten or fifteen years ago, yeah, and never tried it again. Well, I also think, um, and I don't know how it works in the UK, but we have state agencies that provide tech training and what have you. They're really pushing the Cash Mountain stuff because they don't want to learn that's what i think well, i've excited all, people most all of them. them well yeah yeah well <laughs> but, you are yeah but even the blind tech t- trainers are handing out a lot of mythology about android as well i've emailed some of everyone that i talked to i have now mm. sent a demo of the phone to prove my point that android is accessible and mm. i have arthritis in my hand so i figure if i can use it a lot of other people are going to be able to use do, it also. Do you um do you think that some of these companies maybe get subsidized phones from from Apple? Could that be part of the reason? I I don't know. I'm just guessing and it could be nonsense. Okay, well, actually it. a lot of I, I, a think, lot I of, think it's just everyone has them. So it's yeah. just a, well, not so much anymore, but yes, they did. I mean, because the thing is, nowadays Apple phones are so expensive. If I wanted an iPhone, it would have been. Would it be fair to say? Well, maybe not. Maybe it would have been a bit more. But I, yeah. I mean, some of the iPhones are so expensive, and I don't. Apart from the Samsung Fold, and maybe the Pixel Fold as well. I'm not sure. Most um, Android phones are. You wouldn't get many over a thousand dollars would you but you don't need the latest 
phone to tell people you're training that Apple is more accessible than Android. You can do it on the phone you bought five years ago. Like, there's no yeah. money involved. You, exactly. Yeah, but if you're you telling a person, yeah, but if you're telling yeah. a person that and they can't afford an Apple phone, that's stupid, isn't it? Well, but, yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think there's any like product planting going on a la Bond films. I think it's just that that's what people think, and they're wrong, obviously, but. When I before I got my Samsung Galaxy S9, I think that was in 2018. I thought, oh, I might hate Android because I hated it a few years ago, but I don't know because I haven't tried it for ages. And people were saying, oh, it's getting better. So I thought, well, I'll buy a cheapish Android phone and test it. And I could do that for like 140 pounds or something. You couldn't do that with Apple, could you? No, you would. The only way you could do it is if you got a plan with your phone company, and then you'd be yeah. locked in. So that's why I went with the cheap phone. I thought I'm probably going to regret this because I did have mm. some sound concerns. I mean, the speakers are not great, mm. and um, even though I'm hearing impaired enough to use hearing aids, I still appreciate good sound. Yeah, but the S22 has nice sound. Good. Well, this was, this was a safe way for me to get into Android. And then now that I like it so much. I'm I think that's brilliant. That. And that, that's what one of the reasons I really love Android as well, is that people can try it. And if you hated it, at least you wouldn't have spent $600 yeah. or more, you know. Well, and I like that I can put other people's stuff on it. Like yeah. I also like the Gboard keyboard better. Well, yeah, and I you have, can swap. Yeah, and I can have them both there if I want to. Yeah, and I, I found that um, Samsung had recently they have recently broken Braille. John will uh, attest. Oh no, John, I don't know if you use Braille. Warren will attest to this. But I could still go back and I could use Braille back instead whereas if apple broke braille there's no you can't it's apple braille or apple braille <laughs> you know well, there's no third party version you can or or, di or older different app that you can choose there's a lot more choice isn't there with google well i have my mantis q40 connected i just got a q40 a few months ago and mm. i have i have it connected to my samsung phone over Bluetooth yeah. since the June updates, and oh, it's, right. it's, it's working. So I don't. Oh, know maybe I need talk. to try it again then, because I've got um, a Vario well, Braille display. Uh, well, and I don't know. Like there was a whole list of Braille displays. There were even some that I didn't recognize. Which I mean, it's not that I'm an expert on everything, but because I like Braille, I do try to keep up on displays and neat stuff that I can't afford and don't want, but like to know about. Yeah. Um, so. I I was really kind of surprised, but it was after the updates and TalkBack, I think, was 13.5. But if you want, I can look up exactly what I have and email it. Okay, that'd be cool because um, I, I might, I, yeah, I might try. I might try uh, again. And if I if it doesn't work, I can just go back to um, Braille back till they fixed it. That's why I do like and there's also the. Um, the really geeky one isn't what's that called? BRLTTY or oh, something. Oh yes, yes, that's exactly. I haven't tried it yet, but you can. I could if I wanted to, you know. 
and there's even a different screen reader the commentary one that we're always talking about. now i haven't tried it but the point is if i want to i could well that's it i haven't tried it either but i know i could well and you know the other thing i like and i never would have thought about this until i you know became sort of comfortable like maybe six months in like we even have choices about the gestures. I mean, if we want to, we can use the old angle gestures. And yeah. sometimes I do, like if my hands are very painful, I'll use those because it gives my fingers a little break. Yeah, because John, you use those, don't you? I love angle gestures. I, <laughs> if that's what's keeping me around those angle gestures. You know, you guys know I'm a one-handed you know, user. John, I love them too. <laughs> Yeah. If if I don't have to, like I do use the multi-finger gestures, I'm glad they're there because I can do a lot more with them. But if I, I could do a lot more just with one hand with the angle gesture. So I don't use my other hand if I don't have to. And especially a few years ago, I mean, my son's three now, but when he was a newborn, there is a lot of times that you only have one hand available. <laughs> like oh. you, you just get your baby to go to sleep and you won't do something on your phone. You only have one hand. You need those angle gestures. I go into Best Buy and there are aisles of phones. I mean, I, I have just walked around touching phones and testing the sound because my next phone will be a much more informed choice. I don't have that option. What do I have? Three or four choices in a Apple store. I love that about Android that you, like I say, that you could have, you could try the entry level and go, do I like this, don't I? Okay, I'll give it some time. And then, and now you're going, okay, now I'm gonna get my slightly much or much better phone, building on the knowledge I've already got. You know, I, I think that's great. I love well, Android the, for that. Well, the fact that this podcast is like an Android course. I mean, it really is. You can go back and start with number one. I mean, I didn't know anything. I knew that I knew four angle gestures. That was the extent of my knowledge. Mm. And you know, thank you so much, Lena. Our first episode was just absolutely horrible. Uh <laughs> but that's the other thing that's been fun, Lord. That's why I was so anxious to come on this podcast, because I have seen how it's grown and exactly. the fun you guys have. I mean, I, I just I love this podcast. We really thank you so much um, for yeah. being there. We love and, you. We love you too. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and we, we really do, yeah, and we, we do. mean it because it's people like you that keep us around. To be honest, because if we do not have listeners, we wouldn't be uh, going on. I mean, we're nearing 150 episodes. This uh, 138th, and so uh, uh, 12 more. Am I no? Am I correct? Yeah, yeah twelve more, and we'll be yeah, one hundred fifty. You can't count. You can't count. <laughs> I can't yeah. count. Uh, you can't count. Less, you can't less count. than three months. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. ele ele eleven more, and then it'll be the hundred and fiftieth. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, so twelve, including this one. We'll get to one fifty uh, before the year runs out, and so we really thank you and every other listener of the VAU podcast that, you know, has made this a success. And we love hearing these Android journey stories. And so if you are out there and you haven't come on uh, to talk about your Android journey story, learn something from Lena and uh, try to get on Android on a good day, like what she did on a D-Day. 
Lena, while you're here, uh, and yes, you don't sir. have to, but do you want to tell us anything about Six Dots Art? Oh, I would love to, Ed, because I am passionate about Braille, and I'm passionate about people being able to do with Braille what people do with print, and that includes drawing. So about a year ago, I started learning to code, which, oh boy, um, so that I could put together this website. I have several artists that I work with who design pictures. My brother's very talented. He designs them with CAD, but other artists, you know, do it differently. And I write the patterns so that a person who does not know Braille will have the dots they should press in the brackets right next to the sign or the letter. And I have all kinds of things, aardvarks, wild animals, holiday symbols. There's over 300 patterns there. I even have England, Ed. You can go, Amazing. You can go draw, Amazing. The, you can draw the shape of England and you can find the 2356, the GG symbol and know where London is. That's where you and Thea are, I think. It is. Yeah. But, but, but like, literally, what, what do I do though? Like, well, what's the, what's the process from soup to nuts? Like, I, what do I do to do that? Okay, you just go to the website because everything is free. And you, oh. at the bottom of every page, there's a list of the patterns that we have. So you click on whatever thing you want to draw. And then you use your heading level command if you're a screen reader user. And just... Uh, use your H command until you get to the pattern. Some pages only have one. Some have a whole lot, like the Christmas ornaments. They have, That page has a whole lot. The crosses has a whole lot. But the aardvarks only have two because there's only a, an outline of an aardvark like a child might color and then a silhouette. So what is the web address? It's 6six.art. Dot com and I chose the name because Braille has six dots and I wanted people to do art. What I want to say is that you are such an inspiration, you know, because at your age, you know, probably a lot of people don't know how old you are. Uh, you know, women probably when you're 29, you're oh, I'm 29 70, I'm 73 and I'm proud of it. Yeah, and frankly, <laughs> to know that you actually are this active and doing the things that you are doing is such an inspiration to me. And I just wanted to mention that because you have a lot of people that say, oh, I'm too old for that. And to yeah. see you doing this is such an inspiration. I'm, so I'm trying new things, you know, giving Android a go and saying, well, I don't exactly. know if it'll work, but I'll try, you know. Android is easier than web coding. <laughs> exactly. See, I don't even I'm remember sure how is. to web code. I, I did that many years ago, but now I can't even write my name. <laughs> well, I broke a page just by missing a semicolon the other day, so that would not happen to me on Android. <laughs> Now, Lena, we want to mention something here. We have an open door for listeners to come in. So at any given time, you feel like coming to the podcast. I think we didn't mention, we forgot to mention this to you, that, you know, you're part of the podcast, you know, coming on. Uh, you could have participated. We forgot to mention that. But frankly, at any time you want to come on, and be our listener guest on the podcast just let us know and we'll have you come and chat with us because it's been such a great time uh talking with you 
I've had a wonderful time and I will take you up on that, even if Ed does get my name wrong sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so again, uh, people should check your website out, which is six dots, S-I-X-D-O-T-S, art.com. So six dots, art.com. All good things must end. Thus, it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. And that's it for this week, folks. Uh, we are going to close this episode. So, thank you for listening. Austin, how can everyone get in touch with us? To contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join a mailing list by sending an email to blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. You can join our Telegram, Facebook, Discord, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the YouTube channel. And also the links are in the websites panel of the YouTube channels. That's it for this week. We shall see you next week for the App Bonanza. Say goodbye to the nice people, folks. Bye. 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 Now we'll say goodbye to Ed. Bye, everybody. Ed isn't going to be here for the next three weeks. I'll be away. We we, we said goodbye to the nice people. Now we say goodbye to Ed. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye to Naughty Ed. That cap, that cap, that cap. cap, uh, I'm I'm fine with it. Like I've looked, I've looked in the mirror. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.